0: Life Audio. Hey, 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 everybody. Many years ago, a good friend of mine stopped by for the very last time. Unbeknownst to him and unbeknownst to me, it'd be the last time we spoke or saw each other. His name was Wayne Stillman. Great man, dad, husband, father, Christian, amazing man. Let's take a quick break. And when we come back, we will continue the story. please hit the subscribe button so we can stay in touch. Now, back to the story. So the year was 2015. It was June 4th. I remember it like it was yesterday. My buddy Wayne Spillman and his wife stopped by. Hadn't seen him in a while. Wayne had everything to do with my gym in that he he, he built it from the ground up. Essentially. I mean, this used to be an old bar. It was a wreck. It was a dive. So... My job was the demolition, knocking down walls and pulling off plaster and all kinds of stuff. Anything demo, anything yeah. that needed to be taken out of here, knocked down and carried out. That was my job. Wayne, on the other hand, he was the creator. He was, he was amazing with his hands. He did the renovations. This is it. This was back in 2004 when I first acquired the building. Geez, Wayne, he, he raised the ceiling, He carried and installed the drywall. He painted, he leveled the floor. He did the bedrooms. He did a lot. I mean, just, and it wasn't just that he did a lot. He did it well. Like he was, he did everything with precision, with pride and glory, if you will. He just took a lot of pride in what he did. Now, this wasn't just inside buildings and homes. This was outside. He was a, a tremendous... He was a motorhead. And he also had a tremendous lawn care service. So anything that involved beauty, concentration, focus, precision, that was his thing. And he took pride, especially in bringing Anabo to life. Now, back then, it was called something else. My first gym name was Face the Pain. But he brought the gym to life. It was amazing. We'll have to provide some pictures for you to see what the gym looked like before Wayne got his hands on it and he was just an amazing father amazing husband amazing friend I was just so just overwhelmed by how loving Wayne was he never had anything bad to say about anybody I could bring something up he could someone could do him wrong or owe him money or thing, you know and I'd bring, hey you mean, remember so and so said this about you or did this or that and the most you can get out of Wayne was and that's all he said that's all he said he loved everybody he respected everybody even if listen if he disliked someone you never know it that was just Wayne that was just Wayne one of his favorite scriptures was John 330 he must become greater I must become less and that was 100 percent spot on that was Wayne Spillman and in his eyes and in his spirit and his in his heart that was everything that scripture was everything he must become greater. God must become greater. He must be, become less. He must be, you know, a servant, help others. That's what Wayne did. That's what his life was. And it's just, it's amazing. You know, he battled a very, very rare form of cancer that very, very small percentage of society gets. And he battled it for about seven years. God rest his soul. But I'll never forget, he and his wife came in. So good to see him. We chatted up a little bit. and He hadn't worked out in a while and he mentioned, he said, Hey, I want to start getting back into working out again. So we said, Hey, let's do it. We'll, we'll start back on Monday. I think this was a Friday that he and his wife Cheryl came in, stopped by to say hello and he had a doctor's appointment. They're going to go to the doctor's appointment and then the following Monday he's going to start coming in and working out again. So I said, Okay. So they left. Oh, uh, several hours later, I think either I called Girl, I think she reached out to me and said, Wayne's not doing well. And I was like, Well, I was baffled. She says, Yeah, we're still in the hospital. We'll talk to you later. I said, Okay, when I close the gym, I close up and I'll come I'll come see you guys at the house. So we hung up, I finished out my day, I leave here, I go to Wayne's house, I walk up to you know, walk up this walkway, and there's a young lady sitting out in front of the house, and I said, Hey, how you doing? I'm here to see Wayne and she says, Oh my sir." I'm so sorry when you passed away. Oh my God. I mean, I just immediately, I just lost it right there. Walked away, got into my truck, drove off and I was numb. I was numb. I could, I just couldn't, I couldn't wrap my head around. it. I'm like, I just saw this guy, just saw my buddy a few hours ago making plans to come in and work out again. And the next thing you know, he's, he's gone. Amazing. Amazing. You know, God, God puts ambassadors in our life. Ambassadors of Christ are God's agents to direct people like, people like me and you to obedience and lives that are full of testimonies of faith and commitment. Wayne was 100% an ambassador. He lived obedience. He lived commitment to Christ, to the Almighty. He lived it in everything that he did and everything that he touched and everything that he created, everything that he fixed, everything that he, he breathed life into, that was Wayne. That was Wayne. There are several times over my life, I think back, and even today, where God has brought ambassadors into my life to show me, direct me, guide me, help me through different situations, good and bad. Help. Helpers. You know, ambassadors are helpers. They help us when... When we, when, we, when we need help, when we're at a loss, when there's no one else, when we, when, we, when we need direction, guidance, a lifeline. Several times throughout my life, Wayne was one of them. He helped me bring a building, a structure out of the ashes and create a gym to serve all walks of life. Truly amazing what he did. Truly amazing. But there are a number of other, others that I'd like to share let's take a break. When we come back, we'll talk more about the ambassadors in my life. So now we're forging ahead. That's not that far, but geez not even a year, like the first right out of the gate of opening my gym in 2005. As an old friend of mine, after I had so many people tell me before I opened a gym from several gyms, you know that, Hey man, I can't wait until you open your gym. Let me check you out. We can work out with you. Love, love that you're Going to be open your own place. Can't wait to see what it's all about. And that really didn't happen. But there was one person that kind of battled through it, helped me battle through the newness of a new business, a new chapter in my life. And his name was Ismail. Ismail. Ismail was amazing. We worked together at Golds, the place where I worked before I opened my own gym. And he was just a great guy. You know, he he think he cleaned at Golds and also he worked the front desk. But over here, he helped me run the gym and he was here. Sometime he'd open for me. Sometime he'd close for me to give me a break. If I needed to get out and run errands or just get out for, you know, just for a breather, he was here. He was here. I love that guy. Ismail, Ismail. Oh my goodness. That opened in 2004, 2005. He ended up leaving. He became a air traffic controller for. One of the big airports on the West Coast. He was starting to do really, really well. Really well. Like crushing it. He was a young guy. I think Ishmael was probably in his in his early twenties, mid 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 twenties. And out of nowhere in two thousand sixteen, my last conversation, he was he was gonna be coming back, he was coming here, he was coming home. His mom was still here at Virginia Beach. He was gonna come home and we're gonna hang out, we're gonna catch up, and that was it. I didn't hear from him, and the next thing I know, he passed away. He passed away. So sad. So young. Cancer. Just like that young guy. But he was. He's. He's another. Another individual. Another person. Another ambassador of Christ to help me direct myself and be more more obedient and 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 be more serviceable serviceable to society and people. Just a great person that was here. The God put in my life to help me. Pretty amazing. Another guy. I can't. I cannot. Oh no, man. So in 2017, I was ahead of the curve. I've always been kind of ahead of the curve in, in certain areas. And, and I was definitely ahead of the curve in this instance because I was trying, I was in the process of training people virtually. And I was trying to set up my room in the back of the gym. I was trying to get lighting and I was trying to get best camera angle. I couldn't figure it out. I called a couple of photographers I'd known for, for years, never heard back. So, one day, I'm rolling towels. I'm up front, sitting on the table, rolling towels. And out of the blue, right? There's no out of the blue. With God, there's no out of the blue. There's a guy named John. I'll just call him John the Light Man. John walks in. So, just history on John. John was the light man for all the staging and at, at this, this one of the largest church in Virginia Beach. Wave Church. And he was the light man for them. He left. So, the last I knew, John... Left and went to Chicago to work for another mega church. So lo and behold, I'm sitting here rolling towels. He walks through the door, and I said, "Man, this is strange. What are you doing here?" He's like, "I'm I'm back in town." I'm like, "Okay." I said, "It's weird because you're like just the per- the person I need." I said, "I'm trying to set something up in the back, get this room set up for lights and you know camera, and you happen to walk in." So he said, "Let me see what you got." And uh, so we come back. He looks around. It's a small room, and he says, "I got you covered." I'm like, what? He's like, yeah, I got some, some old lights and staging in, in, in my garage. I'll take care of it on Monday. And I said, wait a minute. I said, you were in Chicago. You're in here. You're Then you're back down in Virginia Beach. What? What? I said, what made you come in here? And this is when it got really, it hit me. He just pauses. He looks at me. He says, I think you know why. And he goes, God sent me. And I sat down, I just lost. I sat down and I just, I just started crying. I'm just, I just overwhelmed with just joy, love, happy. I mean, just what, just overwhelmed, just overwhelmed. And then he mentions, he says, look, you know, you need a way to communicate, to convey your message, to talk to people outside of here. Like he says, like Hezekiah's tunnel. And I'm like, what? So he told me about Hezekiah's tunnel and. You know how King Hezekiah and the Assyrians, he was trying to reroute his the tunnel for water for his people and keep it from the soldiers. You want to feed them or help them or serve them. And yeah, it was just, man, let me tell you, it was, it was, it took me a while to, to, to digest all that, that happened in that situation. And then even going forward, it was just, it was just really, really surreal. So, so anyway, You know, a couple days go by. He comes back in. I'll show you the lighting. (laughs) I'll put pictures up about that. He comes back in, puts the lighting together, sets it up, and voila, here it is. Bam. A week later, he goes back to Chicago. Can't make this up. God is good. God, a number of times, has brought individuals, ambassadors into my life. And every time served me well, helped me navigate course. God has, it has always been there. Another person that comes to mind, this person's name is Carolyn. I trained her for a few years, for a few years. Not anymore. She's, she stopped her training. In any event, I was struggling with, in my first marriage, with forgiving. I was, I was really struggling, struggling with it. You know, my first marriage, the way it ended, abrupt. And there was a lot of stress. I made a lot of mistakes. But in any event, I had a problem have a problem with forgiveness. And she pretty much during one of my sessions told me, look, you need to, you need to forgive your son's mother. And what I, what I mean by that is forgive her for the frustration and ill will she may have had towards me because of what I did. I was the, the main cause of, of our divorce because of my, my some of my old habits. In any event, she said, you need to forgive her. And I said, I don't want to forgive her. She's not being very nice. And I'm, I really don't. She's like, look, you have to do what you have to do. Forgiveness is not for her. Forgiveness is for you. That's what God wants wants us to do. And I was like, all right. So the next, literally the very next day I said to her, look, I apologize for any ill will. I apologize for my actions. I apologize for everything that I've done, that I've caused. I apologize and I forgive you, you know, for many kind of frustrations that you've had or towards me. She's She had a few tears and she gave me a hug. I gave her a hug. What happened next over the next couple of days is all God and has everything to do with me forgiving her. So for the longest time, we both have, we were trying to get William to meet his hero. His hero for his whole life is Steph Curry. And she always wanted, you know, we've always wanted him to meet and she kept, his mom first times asked me, look hey, can you make this happen? Can you, you know, you know a lot of people and I would say no, 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 no. And the reason I said no, 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 no is because I didn't want her to get the credit of, I didn't want to have it, any of the credit, plain and simple, of introducing our son to Steph Curry. So, and I reached out to a buddy of mine who I've known for years, over the years, I could never get in touch with him. And then I called another friend. I said, look, that night, The night I apologized to Williams, I I text my buddy and I said, look, I need to get in touch with so-and-so. And And he said, here, here's his number. I text him. That night he was a referee in the NBA. I text him that night. The very next morning, he responds, hey, man, how you doing? What's going on? And I told him. And he said, I'm your guy. Tell him what you need. And the next thing you know, I think it's probably a month or two months later, we're up in Washington, D.C. at the Wizards game. The... Warriors in, in town. Amazing. Amazing. My son got to meet... Our son got to meet Steph Curry. Amazing experience. Steph Curry is an incredible human being. Incredible human being. I show pictures of that as well where William... Steph gives him a, a basketball. William takes a few dribbles. It's funny because we had this... The he William was unable to scoot around in his chair, in his wheelchair, because he had these the foot pegs up. He wanted to get on the court. So, thank God... Yeah, the first, he would have been all over the course. So anyway, he takes a couple of dribbles, passes it to Steph. Steph trains the three-pointer. It went viral. Amazing. 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 When I say it went viral, it went literally that. I'm sitting, we're sitting in our seats during the game, and I'm I'm I'm, watch, I'm watching Twitter, I'm watching Instagram, I'm watching I mean, Facebook, and it's just because we posted the shot, and it was just crazy. And they were talking about it the next day on oh, News and ESPN, just wow, Amazing. Amazing! Another ambassador sent by God. Now this, this next ambassador is straight out of left field. You remember, God can do all things. There's nothing that God can't do. And like I said, this came straight out of left field. So when I was preparing for my podcast, I was practicing, recording, practicing recording. And a buddy of mine said, hey, I got a, a friend of mine. Um, can help you (laughs) I think you might want to give him a call it's okay he didn't tell me he lived in Australia so uh his name is Zachary great great brother man of God amazing spirit just an amazing amazing dude child of God um we hit it off. I mean, in the first conversation, it was like we had known each other, you know, for years. He was very helpful, um, made some critical changes in my delivery. And um, he did some editing for me. And he sent me, you know, like the first rendition um, of, of my first podcast. And I was like, whoa, just blown away just blown away um but that's what God that's what God can do you know and he mentioned to me also that he wanted to get in shape and worked out in a while because of COVID and all that so you know I trained him he's in Australia I'm in Virginia Beach works out (laughs) he the obstacle is the fact that when it's night here it's day there And when it's day here, it's night there. So I train him when I get home around seven o'clock at night when it's like nine o'clock in the morning there, or actually just change up times to, to a lot earlier. But anyway, like I said, it's still night there when it's, when it's, when it's day here. Um, but the other thing is, you know, we, we fellowship. We talk about, uh, God, Christ, uh, brotherhood. Um, just about stuff about life how to navigate it we help each other out we're buds um aside from the training and you know the editing you know that he does you know for me um just to think that I have a friend like a close friend in Australia it's just it's mind-blowing it's mind-blowing um, and even outside of, you know, work, you know, we catch up throughout the week. So it's just, it's just amazing what God can do. I'm so blessed and so happy, um, to have Zachary in my life. He's an amazing young man. He is, have to watch out for this guy. Woof. He's gonna do some. Uh, he's already done some some amazing things. It's gonna he's gonna do some even more amazing things. Our scripture, Second Corinthians five twenty. We are therefore Christ's ambassadors, as though God were making His appeal through us. One hundred percent, we are Christ's ambassadors. I am an ambassador for others, my friends that I've spoken about thus far, are my ambassadors. The next two people. I don't want to talk about, I saved them for last. They've just been impactful in my life. They are 100% ambassadors in my life. I love them like their family. Their names are David and Katie. They've been with me in my lowest of the low. And they've also been there when I've been just being, you know, you know, experiencing elation. I can't, there's, geez, there's numerous times where I have just been broken 100% broken and I bawled. and in front of Katie and David together here in the gym at their house on the phone. They are just you know what? They're, they're God's angels. They've done, they've been here for me and they still are here for me today and they will always be here and I will always be there you know, here for them. I was homeless at one time. After my second divorce, I didn't have a place to go. I slept at my gym A few times, David and Katie allowed me to stay at their place in their garage sometime on a blow-up bed, unfortunately, with my son, William, a couple nights. And I even, you know, house-sat for them a few times. But they've always been there for me. They've always had good, sound direction from both financial, spiritual love, guidance, hope. Strength, so much. I mean, I, I could go on and on. I'm not going to, obviously, but they are 100% ambassadors of Christ in my life. We are therefore Christ's ambassadors, as though God were making his appeal through us. God is, has 100% made his appeal through all of the ambassadors in my life. And I have to say, especially David and Katie, especially David and Katie, I'm cool to them. I'm grateful to and for all of my ambassadors in my life. I'm grateful for the opportunities that have been bestowed on me. Amazing, amazing. I think back to where I was, where I am, where I'm headed. I am nowhere alone. I cannot do it by myself. And God has always been there for me and provide tools, ways, people, means to achieve. I consider myself an ambassador for you to help you negate life strife. The good and the bad. The good and the bad. Take a moment to think about the ambassadors in your life. Who are they? Thank them. Hug them. Love them. Pray for them. God bless you. Our next podcast, we will talk about rage. I know I've had it. Have you? Things to all. Allow me to take a moment to thank the team at Life Audio for their partnership with us on the podcast. If you go to lifeaudio.com, you will find dozens of other faith-centered podcasts in their network. They've got shows about prayer, Bible study, parenting, and much, much more. I'm Don Hawkins, inviting you to be encouraged with my weekly podcast, Encouragement for You. To subscribe, go to lifeaudio.com.